Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> Hey everyone, Hudson here. You are listening to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. This is episode number 116, entitled E3 Approaches. Today is June 10th, 2015. E3 is next week, so we have a lot to talk about. And to discuss it all with me, we have Steve. Hey everyone. We have Greg. And Barry. Hey guys. So, uh, yeah, E3 is next week. I cannot believe it. It's finally here. Uh, really exciting. There's, there's a lot, you know, that's, that's coming up. Nintendo's definitely coming back, you know, with, with the bang, with E3. There's going to be a lot going on. Um, but we actually have a couple things to talk about first before we get into our E3 discussion. So we'll be giving you our E3 predictions a little bit later on in the episode. But first things first. Uh, we actually have uh, some discussion on the Nintendo Direct Micro that happened recently, as well as the uh, Splatoon game that also recently released for Wii U. Um, so there's there's a whole lot to talk about. Um, but Steve, I think there's a, um, another giveaway that we have as well, right? So do you have um, yeah. some, some details on that? Yeah, I do. So uh, a lot of you guys um, probably remember from last, podcast that I talked about the decal girl uh, giveaway and uh, it's taken some time to get that all together so expect uh, my actual like written review um, I might be doing just like a video review of that um, but anyhow expect that really really soon but I wanted to show you the them and then tell you about some giveaways and a, um, a promo code that they've given us so hold on one second I'm gonna get them ah they're there all right so uh, here's the ones that we have uh, from from Decal Girl that they they've given to us to to kind of just check out and everything. So um, this one is just a wood grain uh, decal from for the new 3DS. So um, probably not one I would pick myself, um, but there's a lot there's a, some really really cool designs. Um, but this one maybe not the one. Um, I'll show you one just the one I got for Wii U that's really, really cool. Um, but that's, it just, it covers your entire uh, new 3DS. Um, I got no, another one for the original 3DS. Um, so, um, again, not one that I would pick. It's got like a coyote, I don't even know what is that, that wolf um, howling at the moon. Um, I guess some people would really like that. But anyhow, um, it, they're, they're high quality. They're just not what I would want. I do, however really like this one for the Wii U and it's stuck on the plastic. Hold on one second. Oh, come on. And it is Yeah, there you go. Um it makes sure Wii U looks like an old school NES, which is pretty sweet. Uh so I'll be attaching this to my my Wii U pretty soon and um 
taking some pictures and video just to see what it looks like and everything. But it, but really, it is like all the decals are really high quality. And um, if you haven't checked out Decal Girl's website, make sure you do that. Um, you can check out my full review of those decals uh, really soon. But we are going to have a giveaway um, for any decal uh, kit up to a $25 value. So make sure you do stay tuned. Um, attached to the bottom of my review, when I put that, when I make that live, I'm going to tell you the details on how you can actually win one. But for anybody that wants 15% uh, off for the next three months, uh, Decal Girl is going to give you 15% off any purchase on their site if you use the promo code Nintendo Fuse 15. That's N-I-N-T-E-N-D-O-F-U-S-E-15-1-5. Uh, you can get 15% off for the next three months of anything you purchase on Decal Girl. So we definitely want to thank Decal Girl for, uh, for doing that, and stay tuned for my review. Nice. That's awesome. So yeah, Nintendo Fuse 15, use that promo code. Take advantage while you can. All right. So... Uh, on to the game discussion, and the first thing that we are going to be talking about is Splatoon. So I know we've talked about that, you know, in previous episodes, but now the game is out. It's out. We've been playing it. This is it. And yeah, I, I, you know, I'll get started briefly on, on some of my thoughts on, on, on the game. Um, I'm loving it. I'm thinking it's, it's so much fun. It's uh, the online play has been so great. I've had, you know, very minimal issues. Every now and then you get some sort of connection error or something, but usually it's pretty quick to jump into a game. Uh, a lot of fun to play online. And there's just, uh, yeah, oh, oh my goodness. It's just, I love how they, they have a steady stream of new content too to keep you going, which actually, speaking of which, we're recording this live now, but in less than an hour, there's a new map that's going to be added to Splatoon. So it's like, you know, every every week or two, there's just new content being added and it just makes it so much fun to keep checking it back and playing. Um, and the single player is actually pretty cool too. I've, ha I've had a good time with, with what I've played so far of, of that. Um, uh, what about you guys, Steve? Do, do you have any uh, thoughts on Splatoon? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you guys can check out my full review um, to get like a lot of my thoughts. There's there's so much. And even as I was writing it and I was having these guys, um, some of these guys read over before I, I posted it, and there's so much I couldn't, I didn't get to cover in, in the actual review. So, um, and that's that's probably the the biggest thing that I was surprised with is how much content there really was in the game. Um, even though it felt like a lot of parts of the game were not finished yet, and I don't mean like it wasn't like polished because it's very much polished, but there there's only like there was only a handful of multiplayer stages in the beginning and only a handful of weapons. Um, but they keep adding to it over time. And so like, I think we'll eventually get to the point where it feels like a really solid, you know, you get a ton of good content for $60. But um, even though certain aspects were missing, the, the amount of, of different types of games you can play in both and stuff like that really were quite a bit. Um, I was, I was amazed with, with that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of general impressions. I, like you, Hudson, I, I've really enjoyed the game. Um, I've not played much of the single player since I got done with my review copy um, because the saves that I could that I had from the review copy didn't transfer over to my final copy. So I, I've only really went back into, um, I think, the first couple levels of, of single player so far. And um, just because I, 
I really wanted to get up to level 10 again um, in, in the, the final copy. And so I've been you know, doing that and playing um, online most of the time. I'll eventually go back to, to single player, but it's kind of nice to know that it is a quality single player that I can go back to um, when I finally do feel like I've you know, played enough online for a while. Uh, what about you, Greg? What are your thoughts on Splatoon? Well, I'm sad to report that I only played it once so far since the game came out. It's just been really insanely busy, and I got a review game in the midst of it, so I've been playing that, unfortunately, a little bit more because I need to write the review for that one, unfortunately. But I guess not really unfortunate. It's fun to review games. But from what I played, it was just the online multiplayer, and I was just basically just trying to level up because obviously everything was locked, so you have to get money so you can buy more equipment and you can buy new weapons. So I spent quite a time playing multiplayer that entire portion I did. I think I'm only like level 7, so I'm getting close to being level 10 to see the ranked battles. But um, overall, it was pretty much a lot like the global test fire. It just seems all a lot of fun and obviously still getting used to the motion controls, which I might be thinking about turning off. And now that I finally have the roller again, I can start playing that next time I load up the game. I did get the zapper thing. That was I had a lot of fun using the zapper. I thought that was a pretty nice throwback item to the NES days. Um, it's just hard to kill people with that weapon, I think a lot of people are saying, because obviously you get, like the, you get like the fast weapon rate and like the distance, but it doesn't have the strength to really take down your opponents. And then usually as soon as you hit them, they're like, oh, there's an enemy there. And then they fire right back at you from it. Toast, <laughs> but right. overall, it's a fun game, and I look forward to playing it a lot more. Cool. What about you, Barry? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I didn't get to play it the initial days, but uh, when I did jump into multiplayer, I played with several friends. I played with uh, a couple of you guys, and I just I really had a blast with it more than I expected. And I think the thing that surprised me the most is that. I didn't miss voice chat as much as I thought I would. It would certainly help. It would make things easier, but at the same time, uh, I can kind of see where it's not necessarily needed. Oh, I do miss it. Uh, as for single player, I love the single player. Uh, I went through and and I had a great time. Uh, I thought that the levels were designed well enough. Although it seems kind of weird that like each level sort of introduced a new mechanic like the sponges or invisible platforms, and they were only really put back to use on the final boss. Like I kind of wanted to see more levels that threw all of this in at once, and I felt they dropped the ball there. Um, but uh, I have been doing the amiibos too. Uh, I was a little disappointed that the amiibos were just the single player levels again with restricted weapons, um, but. Uh, I had fun doing it, uh, especially like beating the final boss with the roller, which I didn't think would be possible, but it definitely made that fight more frantic. Uh, I was a little disappointed that the amiibo weapons were just the base weapon with a different skin, uh, but the armor is cool, and I like that there's at least amiibo support, uh, and, and it's utilized pretty well, and the extra games are fun, too. Uh, I just got to do rank battles. I just hit rank 11, uh, and... It's kind of weird. I'm kind of thought, like, rank battles certainly are fun, and they're certainly challenging, and they're definitely different than Turf Wars. Uh, and I kind of like it better. I think the only negative is that if you lose, you don't get any points just for your regular level, not your rank level. And I kind of wish they'd give you that a little bit. So 
especially if you were, like, top in kills, but your team just sucked. Um, but overall, I think it's a phenomenal game, and I'm having a blast, and I, I can't wait for new content like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then speaking of the Amiibo, for those that are watching the stream, so we are, by the way, doing this live on TalkShoe, but then also a live video stream on Google Hangouts so you can actually see what we're talking about. Here are the uh, Splatoon Amiibo. you got the Inkling, the boy and girl Inkling right here. Um, and then you have the squid as well. So um, you can either get the three-pack with all three or just the boy and girl separately. Or um, rumor has it that the squid will be sold separately, you know, eventually. Um, but for now, the only way to get them in the U.S. is in the uh, the three-pack. So um, that is that is that um and i i've not gotten a chance to use them yet but um but i, I think the amiibo look, look pretty cool for the game definitely um the uh and yeah actually like what barry was saying with the, the voice chat piece um yeah i actually don't miss voice chat for the most part but i feel like the only time where i would really want it is in august when they add the the mode where you do like you can team up as like four of your friends and then kind of like go together as a team. I think that mode specifically was, would be great for voice chat, but uh, you know, just the general battles that you just do the general turf wars, I actually don't mind voice chat. And, and, and I feel like sometimes if I, if there even was voice chat, I would even just have it turned off even just cause I don't know, just, it just, I don't see the same appeal there, but at least with friends, I think it would be useful to have. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think, I think that, that other mode um, when they add it. If they don't have voice chat, that would be helpful because if you're going, you're purposely getting together with this set of friends and you're going in there and playing, you want to probably develop some sort of strategy. Um, otherwise, you know, your 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 strategy is so quick. They're three three minute matches at least during the the turf wars. And it's so quick, and you do kind of see where everybody else is going on the game pad. So I kind of understand that. Honestly, I think I wrote this in my review too. Um, the times that I wish I did have uh, voice chat was just to yell at my teammates for doing stupid stuff. Like, <laughs> what in the world are you thinking? Why, get out of my way. Why are you going over there? Wait. Like, that's what I, I just want to yell at random people online for doing stupid stuff uh, because you get a lot of that. Um, that's what I want mostly my voice chat at. For probably why there's no voice chat. Probably, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I make some like, seven-year-old cry. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. Um, but at the same time, I'd probably have some other seven-year-old like cursing at me because I'm making stupid mistakes. So, yeah. yeah, they'd be cursing about your mom and how they were with her last night and everything like that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> my mom's dead. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think so far it's been it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I'm excited to to play more of it. And definitely, there there's more content on the way for sure. Um, I actually got the Splatoon, like, game guide, not because I really even needed any strategy, but just because it was cool to, like, look through and see, like, all the different weapons and just have something there to kind of, you know, check out, which I thought was pretty cool. And I like the artwork, too, for the, uh, the little guide. So, but just looking through here, I mean, there's already multiple maps and weapons that are still, you know, going to be coming out eventually. So, um, lots of stuff on the way. Um I do want to give a, a quick shout out to a couple of people that are in the, the, the chat. So shout out to Mike, a uh, fellow staff member for Nintendo Fuse for, for joining us and shout out to DJ Burgess uh, on the Google Hangout as well. So if anybody uh, is, is watching, if you post your comments live during the podcast, uh, then we will talk about them on the show as well. So if you guys have Splatoon, 
let us know what you think. You know, how are you guys liking Splatoon? And we will definitely uh, set up some times to play online with you all too, for sure. Um, that will be that'll be a lot of fun, especially in August. We'll have to set up like a Nintendo Fuse team and take on all of you. So it's going down. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. That's right. All right. I think that's that's probably the only so, other thing that yeah. I'd say is it's kind of a, a downside um, when you do want to go online is you can only pick like one player to play with. So like you kind of have to work it out ahead of time. You're like, okay, this is the one player we're all going to click on and join their game because if you're joining each other's game, you don't necessarily get in the same one. Um, but if you're all, if we all say, okay, we're going to join Huston's game. Everybody click Huston. That's the one you're going to. That's the friend you're going to join. Um, that kind of works out. Someone else, I was I was listening to some podcast or discussion or something like that, saying people were like complaining, and it was like a, some big site too. It was funny, but they were saying something like, "Well, what is this? Like 2004? You have to call your friend to tell him you're going to play, and that's when you join online. Like, how how else are you going to do it? Like, you, like unless you like tell your like, what like I don't understand. Like, how else would you like you're you just doing like telepathically gonna like my friend knows I'm jumping on Splatoon right now. What do they expect? Like so I don't really quite understand it. Um I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Um to like, hey, text my friend or whatever saying, you know, we get on like Slack and say, Hey, we're gonna play right now. Um it seemed like that big of a deal to me. Right. <laughs> and just like right, I exactly. the discussion too and then the way they were talking about like, oh you just use like Skype or something to talk instead of having a voice chat feature. So I'm like that sounds kind of inconvenient, and again, I got to all to be in the same game too to really appreciate the having to use something else for voice chat. But I mean, I don't really terribly mind. I mean, I had Call of Duty for Wii U, and I don't even think I had the voice chat thing even on. I didn't really care to listen to it. Yeah, it might have been supported for Wii U, but I don't know. <laughs> One of the things cool. before we did move on, Hudson, I wanted to uh, just say. Um, for anybody that had paid attention, um, I actually did say in my review that I was going to give it a review score um, like last Monday, and that didn't happen uh, because I wanted to make sure that I got a little bit more time with it. And before I actually issued a score, I wanted to ask you guys what your time online has been because that's the, like the big thing that I wanted to um, assess before we gave it a final score was like how – how have you been in your connections? Like any any server issues? I know that that weren't that one uh, global test fire. There was a big server issue for like an hour. Um, but have you had any issues at all? Anybody? Like I I haven't really at all. Um, like spotty here once in a while, but that's just like a normal thing. I think I just connected once out of like uh, hundreds of matches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's. Really not much. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, for the most part, sometimes the online's a little too good because I jump on. I'm like, all right, I can just go do something real quick. Oh, actually, well, the game's starting. Like, it just starts like right away as soon as you kind of jump in. So it's actually quick to get into games. It's um, very few issues, if any. So yeah. Cool. In the first day that I was playing, I was I was trying to join um, Jumping Giraffe, a former Nintendo Fuse staff member, and it seemed like every time I clicked on his game, I would get like disconnected or have, or have a connection error. So I don't know if it was like, something with the people he was playing or whatever, but I mean, then I joined other other people that were on the forums, like Noah, BT, and stuff, and Zelda Boy, and then I joined right in, in right away, and then I had a blast. I mean, they were really good. They were already at like, level 15 or 16 when I had joined them that day, so Savage is enjoying the game quite a lot. Cool. Yeah, well, he's in Canada too, isn't he? So it's Canada's fault. Just blame Canada. 
Sorry, sorry to all the Canadians that are uh, that are listening. I apologize. I didn't say that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, haven't any, I haven't had really any <laughs> lag at all either. Like, I mean, occasionally, actually, when the lag kicks in, that's it, it's the only times that I've ever been kicked out of the match and, and dropped the match is when I start seeing, oh, hey, the paint that I'm splattering out there is not actually landing where I sprayed it. And then, like, 10 seconds later, it'd be like, oh, disconnection. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's really only happened, like, three times. And I am level, like, 11, I think, almost 11 already. So, I mean, that's a lot of matches that's only happened, I think, like, three or four times. I've seen that quite a lot. I've never even get disconnected. Like, I'd be playing, I'd be shooting, and, like, am I not shooting ink? I would, like, check, and, like, it let me go submerge. But, like, look at my screen. I don't even see any ink in front of me. And then all of a sudden, it just, like, blinks, and I feel like the whole, like, covered, like, every square inch of the area. And I'm like... It didn't really look like I was even firing at anything because <laughs> it was not hitting the ground or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, a little weird. But I mean, I think for the most part, the uh, the online play has been has been pretty good. Um, yeah, so hopefully it hopefully it keeps up as more and more people get the game and they add more and more maps and and other things as well. Um, but yeah, so if anybody, you know, Splatoon in about a half an hour from now, there's a new map. So if you have Splatoon, go check it out and, uh, yeah, should be, should be fun. I will um, be there. I mean, that's really yeah. on here, but I'll be there. <laughs> All right. So, uh, next thing now to discuss is the Nintendo Direct Micro. So this one kind of came out of nowhere. They did like a Jap- uh, Japan only direct. And then I guess we got our, the U S version of it in a way in the Nintendo direct micro, um, wasn't expecting anything before E3, but then we ended up getting this kind of right before E3. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And so there's a bunch of different like game announcements and things like that. So I'm just going to kind of run through this list and then we can all kind of discuss what pieces of it, you know, intrigue each of us essentially. Um, so Chibi Robo Ziplash, a new Chibi Robo game, uh, coming to the 3DS in October. Um, it's a, a platformer game and there is a retail bundle with a Chibi Robo Amiibo. Uh, Dr. Mario Miracle Curse is coming to the 3DS on June 11th. So that's a, a new game. Tomorrow. Uh, oh yeah, tomorrow. that is tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. That's true. Yep. <laughs> cool. Um, there's a new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game. There's Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon coming this winter, uh, for 3DS. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games is coming to Wii U and 3DS. Uh, Art Academy Home Studio for Wii U finally has a release date, June 25th. Uh, we got a new trailer for Project Treasure. Uh, Little Battlers Experience LBX for 3DS is coming August 21st. Uh, there's a new DLC that was released for Pu- Puzzle and Dragon Z. And the sequel to Bravely Default, Bravely Second End Layer, is coming in 2016. Uh, there was a couple other things like some Splatoon stuff, which, I mean, we kind of, you know, that already happened, kind of already covered things like that. But for the most part, those were really the, the main announcements. So uh, what were the things that, that intrigued you all? Start with you, Steve. Um, I really like the Chibi Robo Amiibo. I don't know if I'm going to like the game, but I like the Amiibo. And I hope that I can get them separate because I don't really want to buy just the game, because it's just gonna, it, it not, I'm probably not going to play it. Um, not that I'm against it. I think it's actually kind of interesting, because I've never jumped on any other Chibi Robo game, because I just wasn't intrigued by it. But I, I kind of like the platformer aspect of this one, the side-scrolling, which 
I'm assuming I like it because I'm not a Chibi Robo fan. I think probably the people that were fans is kind of like, eh, I don't like the departure from the original games, but me, I that's my type of game, as I mentioned earlier. But I think the the Amiibo is really cool. Um, I say uh, I'm not. I've said this before, actually. I, I'm not a Doctor Mario fan, but this new one looks pretty cool. I like the new mechanic that they have, and it seems like it might make it a little easier um, for players that like me who are not very good at it. Um, I think that the new mechanic might make it uh, add enough to it to kind of bring me in a little more. So while I'm never going to be like fantastic at Dr. Mario, this one actually looks pretty cool. And I like how they, they brought in uh, Dr. Luigi and they have the old games in it as well. Kind of like, a uh, you know, this uh, package content of, of several different versions of Dr. Mario and the new mechanic. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I like the Art Academy uh, announcement only because I love seeing what people create. I am not going to get it myself because I'm an awful artist. Um, no matter how much Nintendo says that I can learn how to draw through Art Academy, they have no <laughs> idea. Um, but I do enjoy like, seeing other people's uh, drawings. Those things are amazing. What they're already creating on Miiverse, I can't wait to see uh, what people create um, this new one. And I think the, the only other one that um, really like kind of stood out to me was the uh the project treasure uh stuff but i mean we still don't know hardly anything about it so i'm mean, i'm intrigued but i mean I, i'm still waiting to hear more about it and it's going to be a while i think uh before we really really know a whole lot about it um but it was it was enough to kind of like oh yeah i forgot about that that's interesting so yeah that's kind of my overall thoughts the other stuff uh, not that exciting to me i know bravely second's going to be huge for a lot of people um as I mentioned earlier, I just don't have time for Irish Cheese anymore. It's a, it's a, I'm sure it's a fantastic and amazing game, as Barry is probably going to tell you in just a second. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I just don't have the time. <laughs> right. Uh, what about you, Greg? Well, it should be Greg should tell you about it in a little bit because I actually <laughs> really enjoyed the first one. I have it and I put like a hundred some hours into it and beat it fully and absolutely loved the first one. So. I'm definitely excited to see the second one is coming. Just obviously sad to see it next year. Um, that's obviously going to coincide with when Fire Emblem comes out, with, but that's not what was part of this direct, though, so I won't get into that. Um, I kind of agreed with Steve with the Chibi Robo stuff. I wasn't really a fan of the series, but seeing it as like a platformer and potential Amiibo thing, I might actually consider picking it up and trying it out. Um, wouldn't be mine to try it. I mean, I've been playing a lot of platformers right now for the eShop, so what's another one, right? <laughs> um, the Dr. Mario stuff, I can understand why Steve's not so good at it. That's why he's not in Nintendo Championships right now. So, um, overall, I'm not a huge fan of the series, but I do have, like, Dr. Luigi and Dr. Mario with the original games, and I don't know, I might pick it up for 3DS, depending on the price point. If it's going to be, like, a $15 game, I'm probably with Pass, but it's really Something that's on the lower end, I would probably get it. Um, some of the other stuff didn't really quite interest. Actually, just about the rest of it didn't really interest me that much. I'm not a huge Pokemon fan, so I wouldn't be interested in the Mystery Dungeon, the Art Academy. I'm again, I'm not an artist, but again, like Steve, it would be really cool to see everyone's creations. Um, Project Treasure is still really early to know really what's going on, and the little battle, little battlers experience doesn't really seem to interest me much either. So that just about wraps it up there. 
I do want to say real quick, I, I forgot about this, the, the Olympic Games. I am on the fence, actually, about this game, and I forgot about it because they introduced uh, soccer and volleyball, and those are really fun, and I love when Mario does their versions. Like, I was a huge Strikers fan, uh, and, like, to kind of get that taste of it on Wii U, I'm like, ooh, maybe, 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 I don't know if I want to buy the entire game just for, like, to play Strikers and to play volleyball, but it it almost has gotten me, so we'll see. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, so what about you, Barry? Well, Steve hits the nail on the head when I saw Bravely Second coming over. I was streaming finally and just praying that maybe Nintendo will be nice and bring over Dragon Quest Seven and Eight too since Square Enix doesn't want to translate those bastards. But now Bravely Second, uh, one of my most anticipated games. Uh, you can read my review on Nintendo Views or watch it. Uh, I absolutely love the first one. Uh, in fact, I think I was the reason Greg went back and finished the first one because he almost gave up. And I was like, no, no, you got to keep going. you got to keep going. Um, but no, it's a great, great game. And uh, if you haven't played Bravely Default, play it. That's your homework assignment. Uh, even if you don't have time like Steve, you must play that. Uh, as for others, uh, I saw the Chibi Robo Amiibo before from the Japanese and I said to my wife the second I saw it, I said, I'm importing that thing if it does not come to America. I must have that in my Amiibo collection. And she wanted to get a second one because it's so freaking adorable. So my surprise, it's bundled with the game. The game looks amazing. I'm a Chibi Robo fan. I, I have the GameCube and the, the DS one. Uh, it's a departure. I know some people are upset about that. But, you know, I'm, I've been a fan of Kirby since the beginning, and he's departed his platforming route so many times. I welcome uh, a change. As long as we're getting another Chibi Robo game, they, they look like they're, they're remembering these franchises that don't get a lot of love. So I'm really happy to see that. Project Treasure looks interesting. I know some people were upset about the graphics, but it's an early build, and people are too picky. But I think it's a, of a really fun premise there, and I'm looking forward to seeing more. Uh, Dr. Mario, I'm not terribly a big fan of, personally. Um, but when they started announcing it, I actually got a little excited. I was like, ooh, you know, maybe I'll pick this one up. And then I saw it was digital. And I said, screw you, Nintendo, you don't want my money. So I will be passing on that, Dr. Mario, because there's no physical release. Uh, and that's, uh, the, the Olympics, uh, I could take it or leave it. I have the other Olympic games. I just never got around to playing them. Um, maybe this one will change my mind, because I like volleyball. But uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, and Pokemon, uh, I'm, I haven't played any of the Mystery Dungeons. I wanted to play the Mystery Dungeons. I have all the Mystery Dungeons, but I've yet to play them. However, this one has every Pokemon, so I actually might decide to, uh, to break my tradition here and actually play uh, this one. Uh, it looks really good. I don't know if I'll have the time for it totally, but I, I'm thinking about giving it a shot. Uh, but no, I, overall, I was pretty happy with the Direct and... Uh, I kind of wanted more. I really wanted Dragon Quest Seven or, or Fire Emblem information thrown in there, but I'll, you know, maybe second for me is I'm happy enough. Right, and I'm sure with E3 coming up, they're kind of saving some stuff for for that as well. Uh, but speaking of the Mystery Dungeon, um, Mystery Dungeon, like there's all these different kinds of Pokemon spinoffs. Mystery Dungeon, in my opinion, is the best spinoff, uh, especially the DS games. Uh, those games, like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers, of, there's Time, Darkness, Sky, all the different versions of it, 
that's like <laughs> that's like one of my favorite games and that story in that game is actually really good like i was like crying from that story it's it i did not expect that at all but like i i loved that story so much um and it was a lot of fun to play and then the the recent mystery dungeon games kind of had like barely any story and they were not very fun but uh you know so i'm but i'm curious about this one i've, I've hopes that they'll kind of you know, have a decent story for this one too, and also make it pretty enjoyable. But they're they're actually pretty fun. The the gameplay uh, for the Mystery Dungeon game. So I'm actually really excited about uh, Super Mystery Dungeon. Um, so I'll probably end up uh, getting that. <laughs> um, like I guess everybody else, it seems like Dr. Mario is not like a big thing that I'm interested in. So I'll probably end up passing on the uh, uh, on Miracle Curse uh, tomorrow. Uh, Chibi Robo is another one that like I've never really played any of the Chibi Robo games, not for any particular reason. I just I just haven't, I guess. But uh, this one has an amiibo, so I'll end up picking it up, and then I guess I'll give this one a try, and we'll see uh, we'll see how this one is. Um, but uh, for the most part, the rest of this stuff, um, I, yeah, it's just things that I guess I'll be passing on. I'm kind of like Steve when it comes to the RPGs. I just don't. I just don't have the time. Sorry, Greg and Barry. You know, I just, I just, I just I, you know, I can't do RPGs. Um, it's, it's rare for me to, uh, to be able to, uh, to get through, through those. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, still lots of, lots of different stuff. And, and there's, there's something in here for, for everybody. I think that at least is, is something kind of interesting. So, um, yeah, that yeah, is the my, Nintendo. My time with, uh, with uh, RPGs, it's kind of like a big novel like i get i can usually try to get through like maybe one a year and like and so i i might try to pick one rpg that i can try to get through a year maybe every other year if i kind of feel ambitious i'll do every year but um like every other year i'll try to really tackle one and that's kind of the idea so there's so many others that i want to play that i probably would kind of put briefly second to the to the back and um because i would play briefly default first before i would play briefly second there's an easy solution for this. Here's what you do. Starting tomorrow, you pick up Bravely Default and play through Bravely Default because it's summertime, right? So then you finish it before the summer's over. Come, you know, autumn, winter, we should get Xenoblade Chronicles X. So then you can play that masterpiece going into 2016 when Bravely Second comes out. And, oh, look, now you can play it because you have just the first See? If only my summer was not so good. <laughs> and if I didn't want to play uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, like that is probably going to be the next one that I that I play actually because it it looks so amazing. I want to jump into it, even though I know that I don't have like 500 hours to really dive into it. But I'm going to try anyhow. Everyone. All right. Will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, there's stuff, you know, coming out for, for everybody. I'm sure we'll hear more about a lot of these games uh, at E3 as well. So speaking of E3, uh, let's talk about what's happening at E3. And there's there's a lot happening. Uh, so E3 kind of kicks off this Sunday. Uh, there's actually going to be a bit of a Smash Brothers presentation from Masahiro Sakurai, uh, director of Smash Brothers. So it's happening this Sunday, June 14th at uh, 10.40 a.m. Eastern time. Um we don't know what he's going to be talking about. However, we know that at 11 a.m. Eastern time, 20 minutes after the presentation, uh, Lucas is going to be uh, 
uh, released as DLC, playable character. The Splatoon costumes for Miis are going to be released, and the Miiverse stage uh, as DLC as well. So you can only assume they're going to be talking about those things, but it seems weird to only hold a presentation just for those. So, you know, we'll see what else happens. Uh, but then later that day, uh, the Nintendo World Championships are going to take place. They're going to start at 6 p.m. Eastern time, uh, the live stream forum. The Best Buy tournaments for them uh, already uh, happened, and so they'll have, you know, the winners of those plus various, like, speedrunners and, and other uh, people. Uh, are, are, they kind of already announced, you know, some of the other competitors that will be a part of it as well. Um, and uh, Splatoon's going to be one of the games they're going to be playing, things like that. Uh, then, of course, the big digital event is on Tuesday, June 16th at 12 noon Eastern. Uh, so there's that. Uh, throughout the whole thing, uh, for a couple of different days at E3, Treehouse Live is coming back. Uh, so lots of, you know, live streams from, from that. Uh, and then kind of your E3 outside of E3 uh, at Best Buy stores, they're going to have Mario Maker to play and try out on Wednesday, June 17th from 4 to 9 p.m. and Saturday, June 20th from 12 to 5 p.m. Uh, so lots of stuff going on at E3. Um, and yeah, any just general thoughts on on all their their plans at E3? I think it's interesting that they're doing this separate Smash Brothers announcement thing before E3, um, especially because it seems like they've pretty much already told us what he's going to announce. Like they're going to show off, you know, the, the Miiverse stage and show Lucas off and the, and these, these Splatoon costumes. And, and it's in an odd time. It seems like it's, it's kind of just a weird time. It's like 1040 Eastern time, like 1040. Like that's really weird. Um, maybe there's some significance to that time that I'm, I have no idea about. That's just, I don't know. It just kind of seems odd that they've, um, cause people are kind of making a big deal about it, but I'm like, they kind of, seem like they've told us all they're going to say. I mean, usually, yes, Sakurai does throw in something special, but I mean, how much extra could he throw in special is the E3 presentation, um, the actual Nintendo Direct or E3, whatever they're going to call it, um, is just two days later. And so they probably wouldn't announce anything huge two days before their, like, big announcements. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect on that day. Um, and it's on a Sunday morning, which is, you know, completely, you know, unusual for for what they usually do as well. So, um, yeah, I think the rest of the the, the stuff is, is cool. Um, it's gonna be fun um, to to watch the championships and everything. Hopefully, they they record them all and and we can uh, watch them later because I'll be um, busy that day um, with some other events, and so um, we'll be able to watch them live. But I'll I'll try to check them out later. Um, the treehouse events and and all that stuff. I'll be I'll be checking out um, Mario Maker on one of those two days. Definitely um, try to make it to a local Best Buy. As long as they have it at one of my local Best Buys, um, then I will uh, definitely try to get over there and get my hands on that, too. So. Right. What about you, Greg? Well, I actually kind of disagree with Steve. I think that we're going to be hearing some stuff about Smash Brothers that's upcoming, like, they haven't really talked about this tournament mode that they've been, they announced that the 50 extravaganza effect thing they did last year. So yeah, they better they might talk be, about that tournament mode. So maybe they <laughs> might be able to give like a timeline saying like, oh, it's coming in the fall or coming winter or something like that. I would think, I don't think it's like, oh, it's coming out after the announcement. 
I don't think he would play joining the Miiverse stage and Lucas and everything. But I can see some like timelines of those other features that they had, t- they had touched on during the 50 sec extravaganza. I think it's mostly the tournament mode and the online tournament mode. I don't know if there's a whole lot else, but I think maybe there you might even throw in the next character that's coming as DLC. Um, you might even throw in like two perhaps, but obviously those will be like time box for like August and I don't know, like November or something because he seems like to release one every like couple of months. So I think we are going to see some big news. I don't think they're going to use their main direct presentation to really use Smash Brothers. I think they're going to try to use that as uh, primary for new game announcements or updates on games that are coming out that they were talking about last year, like uh, Mario Maker and Star Fox and stuff like that. But Right. Um, right. I guess let me clarify what I was saying because I don't think I didn't think they were going to announce any brand new stuff because I think that they would save that like games and stuff for for Tuesday. But yeah, I I can't think of anything really huge that I would be blown away with um, about Smash Brothers like any announcement. Yeah, they they should talk about the tournament mode. I want them to, but it's not going to blow me away. I don't think um, unless they have some hidden that I'm like not expecting it at all. Um, I don't expect to be. I just don't expect to be blown away by some huge announcement. I guess on Sunday morning. I am not expecting to be blown away, but I'm almost. I guess so sort of expecting the next DLC announcement. Um, I mm-hmm. have some thoughts on who it might be, but I'll save that for our predictions later. But <laughs> I wonder if Greg and I are on the same page with that because I think I have a similar prediction. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what uh, what you uh, what you predict uh, in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but the Sunday morning time is really goofy. That's like, I don't know, that seems really odd. But yeah. I think it'd be like 9.30 or like 10 o'clock, but it's like 9.40. Well, I guess 9.40 for me, 10.40 for you guys. But but it's just kind of weird how they put it right in the middle like that. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, so I'll, I'll try and watch the championships if I can. not quite sure um, time-wise. I'll see how it works out. I know I did watch like the Smash Brothers tournament last year, but I, time was a lot more easier on my hands. So um, definitely looking forward to E3. It's probably an awesome show, and I took Monday and Tuesday off to kind of make sure to keep up with everything that's going on. So it should be a fun four-day weekend for me. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, what about you, Barry? I am, as always, super hot for E3. It's my favorite time of year, I think, of everything, like, screw Christmas time, this is my Christmas time, uh, just days of amazing gaming announcements, and, uh, this, this Smash Direct came out of nowhere and actually pushed plans aside, I was supposed to go in the morning to see Jurassic World with my wife, now, that's, like, I told her, I'm like, oh, honey, we gotta change our tickets, like, I'm not missing this, like, I'll wait to download Lucas and, and Miiverse, but I'm not missing this Direct. Uh, my guess is that this was actually part of Nintendo Direct, and they realized they had so much stuff that they had to cut it out, which is where we got that mini Direct. They probably put some of that stuff there, and then this is probably like, let's just take all the Smash Brothers and, and do a little separate. Uh, as for content, I mean, I'm guessing they'll probably announce something like, uh, you know, what the standings are for the ballot, you know, that's going on, like who's in the lead and, and uh, where the votes seem to be going or something along those lines. I do not think it's only going to be 
the, the three things we know that are coming. Uh, if you remember when they showed Mewtwo's announcement, Lucas comes out of nowhere. Uh, and they've said that before where they announced, you know, Charizard, and then they had Greninja in there. And uh, they, they've done multiple character announcements. Uh, Robin with Captain Falcon and Lucina were all in the same trailer. So I can see them doing, like, here's Lucas's big trailer or something, and another character comes out, or two, or three, or, or however many uh, they want to do. But I definitely see more stuff coming from it. Uh, the World Championships, I will be watching that. Uh, I did enjoy the Smash Brothers tournament last year, uh, and I will most likely enjoy the World Championships this year. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go compete. I wanted to. I know I said I was going to, but Long Island City is uh, about an hour and a half away, and I just couldn't get away that day with everything going on. And I also heard from somebody who went that it was pretty crappy over there. Like, like other Best Buys gave people multiple tries. If you failed, you can keep going back and try. And this one was like one and done, so it was pretty crappy. But overall, uh, the presentation, I'm going to be there Tuesday morning like all of us. And uh, I love Treehouse Live last year. It got me uh, introduced to games like Fantasy Life, Splatoon, uh, you know, and, uh, and Xenoblade, more Xenoblade stuff. And I, because of that, I went out and bought Fantasy Life and I loved it. So I'm very excited to see what they do this time. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's the highlight of my life, pretty much. Like, like this week is like, oh, I love it. And, of course, I don't get a rest because next Friday, Final Fantasy XIV Heaven's Word comes out. So my time goes from E3 to MMO, and my life is just busy. <laughs> <laughs> I get to game. <laughs> nice. Yeah, E3 time is definitely always very, very exciting for sure. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to Roth, uh, in, uh, just joined Takshu as well. So shout out to him. Um, yeah, uh, I'm kind of, you know, going to echo a lot of what, what many of you said. Um, I'm excited about the, the Smash Bros presentation. I do, I do think they're going to be making some announcements. So I'll talk about my prediction later. Um, but, uh, world championships, I'll definitely try and watch, uh, for sure. Um, unfortunately, you know, this year there are times in the past where I was able to take off or I had time in between classes, things like that. Now that I'm just working full-time, no school and stuff, I'm not going to be able to watch, like, the digital event, things like that live. So I'll just have to watch it right after work quickly before the uh, we do the podcast and everything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited about it, though, for sure. There's, you know, there's always going to be a lot of uh, fun announcements and, and so many things to kind of watch and, and enjoy. So it'll be, it'll be cool. Um, so with that, uh, let's jump into, actually, first, before we get to our E3 predictions, I did want to mention one thing because it kind of leaked out recently. So I feel like we should just, just mention that uh, since we know it'll be coming. Hyrule Warriors is coming to the 3DS. So, um, yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um, they're going to be somewhat porting it, I think, from Wii U to 3DS, but there's some some new things there. Uh, um some uh, new characters, uh, Tetra, I think, is, is playable. And then there's another character um, who I don't know the name of. What is it? The King of Reliance. There we go. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I have not played Wind Waker. Don't hate me. But um, the, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that's coming with new characters. Uh, it looks like from the box art that it's for all 3DSs, not just new 3DS. Um, and it doesn't look like there's any, Amiibo support. This is just going off the box art that was seen briefly in the trailer, but you know maybe that could be wrong. 
Um, but uh, it seemed like that trailer was just posted a little too early, so I'm sure we'll hear about it uh, at the digital event. But uh, definitely a very interesting decision. Was anybody expecting Hyrule Warriors? Was that one of your predictions? Anyone? Nope. Definitely didn't see that one coming. No. <laughs> I, I, it's a good game. It's it's a really fun. I've I've had a lot of fun with it. I need to go back and and play more of it. Um, yeah, it's cool. It'd be cool to have it on on the go. Um, I didn't realize that it wasn't. Um, I just expected it to be new 3ds only, and to have Amiibo support. That's kind of odd that they would. Um, I, I think it's cool that they can pull it off on all 3ds's. Um, but I just assumed that they could only do it on the new one and. To, to pull out Amiibo support would be weird, so I hope that that's just, you know, maybe an early box thing that to have the little Amiibo uh, sticker on there, because it is kind of cool to be able to to have that extra stuff. It's not needed. It's definitely not, you know, needed to have the Amiibo um, support in it, but it is kind of cool to get some extra stuff um, from it in the Wii U version. Well, if they were smart, they would make a Hyrule Warriors Amiibo line, and they would do it with this release. Because I would buy the hell out of that, and I know many, many, many people would buy the hell out of that. It's true. They can't. They can't get, keep the Smash Brothers ones up. I don't know how they do it. Another entire Zelda line, um, and then all the Dynasty Warrior characters too. That'd be like overwhelming. All the places that can't keep up already, and people would be so upset. <laughs> right. Well. I guess Link would just be dual purpose. <laughs> I could just use the Smash Brothers Link because he's everywhere. <laughs> but, right. See, before yeah. like our podcast like, predictions, I was actually thinking there was probably going to be some sort of Zelda game on the 3DS, but obviously that already took out that one, so I had to scrap that one. But <laughs> I definitely was not even thinking it would be Hyrule Warriors. I was just thinking it would like something even like Twilight Princess or something like that or a remake of Zelda 2 or something like that. But um, definitely was not pegging a Hyrule Warriors to be moving over to the 3DS. And I don't especially, know if I would pick... What were you going to say, Barry? Especially because we just got Majora's Mask 3D in February. So it's like, you know, we just got a 3DS. Yeah. And... Yeah. I guess I was thinking more of like even like a newer game, like whether it's like a sequel to like Wind Waker or something, but or Phantom Hourglass or something, but kind of like somewhat yeah. old but somewhat new. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, it was a very interesting decision. But it makes me almost wonder if they're saving something like that for the next handheld or something like that. I you know, I don't know. Um it's it's hard I mean, to say, but uh I was feeling yeah. that because, like, Anuma like, was all apologetic about missing the Wii U release date for the Zelda game this year, so I figured they would have some sort of Zelda thing to tide people over to again, because, like, Wind Waker was, like, the first, like, Wind Waker HD, and then Link Between Worlds, and then Majora's Mask 3D, and so it's, like, he needs to have some more Zelda games coming out to keep the franchise running. Yeah, maybe this was right. supposed to be that thing, but then it kind of got leaked. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, you know, I guess that that would, it, it would have been a nice little random surprise, but I'm sure they have more surprises, you know, waiting us too. So, um, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to, to see what else they, uh, they have in store for us. Um, so yeah, so that's one of the things that we know is coming 
But then what else could be coming? Well, I guess that's it's time for our E3 predictions. So we do this every year. And, uh, yeah, let's see. Um, I feel like we need, like, so some sort of, like, do. theme song and, like, a jingle to, like, start yeah. this sort of thing. I don't know. We are <laughs> when we used to, like stuff for E3. We are, I don't even know. Remember when we used to like have the, the older podcast episodes? We used to like like songs or hum songs or something like that at the beginning. Oh yeah, <laughs> we used to like hum like the Zelda music or something. I, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I apologize to the to, to the listeners for that. <laughs> um, that's probably why we didn't do it after that. Um, Take it away, Steve. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it's time for E3 predictions and we decided, uh, we're each just going to predict, uh, three things and we're just going to take turns one by one. We'll just kind of go, uh, go around and, and, and make our predictions. So, uh, this is predictions in general for Nintendo at E3. So it doesn't specifically have to be the digital event. It could be at the Smash Bros thing. It could be at some other time that it's announced something, but just Nintendo at E3 in general. Um, so I'll just kick things off here. And my first prediction is that we're going to have a new Mario sports title for Wii U because we have not had a Mario sports game uh, for Wii U yet. And I feel it's time. And I personally really want another Strikers game uh, because I I love that game. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a soccer game or not. I'm not entirely sure about that. But I think it's time for us to get a Mario sports title for Wii U. Um, So, yeah, that is uh, I think it's I think it's a safe prediction. Um, you're not you're not jumping out yeah. there. I think it's a safe prediction. Um, I I also would per, I would love to have a Strikers game myself, uh, especially in HD. I loved uh, Strikers Charge so much playing online. Um, but I, I don't know if they they would jump into soccer because they they just you know announced it into right. the, the new Olympics game. So, but uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know what they would do, what exact sport they would pick. But I, my my opinion, I think it's a safe prediction, but I'm not sure what it's worth. Right. Yeah, we will have to, uh, well, have to wait and see. That's a, that's a good segue into mine because I also was feeling a Mario sports game, but I went a different direction. I said it's going to be baseball. I love the GameCube one. I really dislike the motion controls on Wii, so I'm hoping it comes back on Wii U with standardized control. <laughs> yeah, so I, mean, I never. I never played the uh, the Mario baseball games. The GameCube one is awesome. That's your homework assignment as well as Bravely Default. You can finish it after that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably more apt to pull off the, the GameCube version of uh, Mario baseball than I am uh, Bravely Default. <laughs> but I take a little less of my time. <laughs> well, what if, uh, like they did with uh, Square Enix and do a Mario Sports Mix for Wii U. Oh yeah, that is true. A lot of people forgot. Yeah, that that, that was what I was thinking when I said Mario Sports. I didn't want to be specific. I was just saying, you know, a Mario Sports mix, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what <laughs> could be cool is actually if they did uh, some sort of combination, like uh, just take the old games because they weren't bad. Um, either in like the motion control and the Wii version of the baseball, but like yeah, just mix them together. So bring you know uh, strikers, just put it in HD along with. Um, you know, Mario Baseball, Sluggers, or whatever they else they call it, and, uh, you know, one or two other games. Um, Power and, Tennis, and, Golf. Yeah. 
Make it the, the yeah, new Mario go. Sports mix. Wii Sports Mario Edition. Wait, what? <laughs> I would buy it. <laughs> um, okay, so it looks like Reg and I have a, a similar, you know, prediction there. Some sort of the, the sports game where it says uh, baseball. Uh, so, what about you guys? What What is one of your predictions? Barry, is it either any of your uh, your spit in? Nicely with that before I jump in. Uh, no, I don't have anything about Mario Sports. Okay. Uh, I have something involving Mario, so there's there's my connection there. Um, <laughs> I think I think that um, they're gonna announce a Mario game. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's, that's really too easy. I, I think they <laughs> Nintendo and Mario. What? Um, I think we're gonna see a little bit of their mobile strategy. And I think Nintendo is going to start off strong. We're actually going to see uh, what they're going to announce because we've been told that we're going to announce at least um, they're going to release at least one uh, mobile game this year. And I think the first one is going to be some sort of Mario Runner game, like an endless runner. Uh, I don't know if it would be straight on uh, sort of thing like the, uh, the the Temple Runner games, or if it's going to be you know side to side um, side scrolling runner. But I think that's, that's going to be a Mario Runner game. It's going to be their uh, their first mobile game, and they're going to announce it at E3. That's pretty interesting I, that you were saying that, because I didn't think they were going to be doing any mobile stuff. And I also thought I had heard somewhere that they're also not going to be doing any um, Mario platform games outside of like, the Mario Maker. But that is pretty interesting that you were thinking along those lines. Maybe they're trying I'm to jump in out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think um, I could see them doing that kind of a game for, for mobile. I could see that. I just don't, because I think they said they they're not going to do mobile stuff at E3, so that's why I don't I don't know that we'll see it at at E3. But maybe, but I could definitely see yeah. them doing that as a mobile game. Yeah, I um, definitely agree with that. We'll see. We shall see. Time. So. <laughs> I'm not going mobile. Yes. <laughs> Barry's like, no, just don't even say the word. Stop it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not saying I encourage them. I'm just saying I think it's yeah. <laughs> right. Everybody, he has not played Bravely Default. He just doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Barry. So, what's your what's your prediction then? What what do you think uh, is going right. to happen? My first prediction, uh, I think Nintendo is going to bank on their library of franchises this E3. Uh, in addition to pushing out games like Star Fox U, uh, Mario Maker, and Chibi Robo Ziplash, I think they're going to be bringing out Animal Crossing U this holiday with the launch of Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer on the 3DS. Animal Crossing U, I think, will keep ideas like being the mayor from New Leaf, uh, but add new things such as constant online experience, allowing you to visit other people, friends, or people with like interests. Uh, they'll take the city aspect from City Folk, but expand upon it and uh, make it more like a living, breathing world. And, of course, it wouldn't be Nintendo if it didn't work with the Animal Crossing Amiibo cards and possibly Butcher or Amiibo or other Amiibos for different houses or different uh, home items or different costumes like shirts and stuff for the uh, Mabel sisters. That's my prediction. Yeah, well, you took one of my one of my predictions, too, so I, I agree with you on that. I think Animal Crossing Wii U is uh, is on the way. Um, I think yeah, I mean, I think I think there's definitely going to be some sort of is what I think you were safe to say you were copying mine and Barry's list. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I definitely see some connectivity with Happy Home Designer coming. I mean, it, Happy Home Designer just seems such a small, almost like a mini game thing, you know. And they also did that whole we uh, we you um, what was the thing for animal the plaza? Uh, is that still even going on, or is that is that shut down yet? Or it's shut down, right? Um, so the um, I mean, after that, it was kind of like you could tell they were working on the Wii U models for all these characters and everything. I mean, it's something that has to be coming. There were some some comments recently in an interview, I think, where they were kind of like saying, you know, that it might be coming soon. So I mean, Animal Crossing Wii U, I think, is 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 on the way, um, and I'm excited. I, I, I'm you know, the way to that for sure. So, um, <coughs> so uh, yeah, so that's. That's one of my uh, predictions as well. Anybody else predict Animal Crossing? You said, uh, Greg, did you say you had a similar prediction? or? No, I was just kind of mocking you for <laughs> seems like two versions were already on. <laughs> versions were on other lists. <laughs> and I think one of your other predictions, Greg, might be one of my last ones. So <laughs> that yeah. might be true. But, um, but uh, yeah, go ahead, Greg. I guess what's, uh, what's another one of your predictions? Though? All right, well. Should I just jump into that one, or should I save that one for the beginning? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> go for that one. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking we're going to get, like, a nice uh, random character in the Smash Brothers Direct. Um, it's not going to be, like, the ones that have been kind of leaked, like Ryu or, like, uh, um, other those other ones. I was kind of thinking that there seems to be a lot of support for Captain K. Rule, and I think they would really drop a groundbreaker and say, like, he's got a lot, so many votes already. I think the fans want him, and kind of show like a preview trailer form that will be coming out in like October or something. But so I was thinking that that was a pretty good, uh, safe, well, not really a safe pick, but that he'd be one of the characters. I mean, I also think they were really do cover Roy and Ryu, but I think they would really drop a bombshell with a brand new character that wasn't in the previous game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, you know, there'll be some sort of new characters, so that's a interesting prediction, for sure. Um, did you say, sorry, did you say that you, uh, you think they're going to announce it at that little presentation, the Smash Bros. Yeah, presentation? Yeah, the, the okay. little Smash Brothers thing. I think it'll, like, end yeah. with, like, a, a, trail, like a trailer for like a new character that hasn't been in previous games. And I gave my gotcha. opinion who I thought it might be. <laughs> gotcha. It's going to be vague. Um, <laughs> Well, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see who they announce. Um, Steve, what's your your second prediction? So, I, I got to say, I, I got disconnected with the call real quick. Was there anything I missed between Twenty Houses and Greg's before I like <laughs> say something? You brought that again? I don't think so. No, we're just yeah. I think both Barry and I said Animal Crossing Wii U, and then Greg uh, okay. had his uh, prediction of King uh, Rule. Right. Okay. So I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out and and make a lot of people happy if I could actually make this happen. Um, but I think I think there's there's some writing in the sand and I think it's gonna happen. I think they're actually going to finally release Mother Three on Virtual Console. Um, I think because of how they announced uh, the only reason I'm really thinking this is because of how they announced Lucas's. Um, uh, release for DLC on Smash Brothers. They specifically said on Mother from Mother Three, 
And like, why would they announce that? It's like they they could just say, you know, like in or you know, uh, returning character um, Lucas or something. But they specifically mentioned Mother Three, and I was like, you know, maybe they're actually going to finally make it happen. And they've they've done that before. Like they've you know when they finally brought Earthbound, that was a that was a pretty big thing. Or like, man, a lot of people were excited. Maybe this time they're actually going to bring Mother 3 to Virtual Console, and I think a lot of people would be extremely excited. And it could get a lot of people to actually buy a Wii U specifically for Mother 3. That sounds weird to buy, you know, a, an entire brand new console, um, you know, to just play a Virtual Console game. But it could get at least, you know, some, uh, you know, consoles, um, you know, off the store shelves. So that's my prediction: Mother 3 on Virtual Console, maybe even like. Maybe Sunday. I don't know. Or at E3, they could just say, you know, it's available right away. Go download it. I I didn't predict that, Steve. And and while I think that is a good prediction, it seems like that's something that they could have done already since it's more of the easier path. What I would rather see them do is release Earthbound Collection with zero... Earthbound again with Mother 3 all in a physical package for collectors as well as digital download because we didn't get the first game either. So this way we get two brand new Mother games uh, and I think that will make a ton of people happy. It would be, it would be exciting. I, I, I don't want to jump way out there and, and predict. I think, yeah, it would make a lot of people really happy. I'm thinking, you know, they get one game. One game would be good. But yes, the collection would be even better. Yeah. I, I saw some people that, that kind of had similar predictions online uh, about uh, about that because, you know, it seemed like there's a lot of hints towards it. Um, but I, to me, almost being like the cynical person that I am with this, it was kind of like it's almost too perfect for Nintendo to do it, and then they're just going to, like, disappoint us again about it. So I was like, eh, you know, who knows? But I, if there was ever a time to make that announcement, I mean, I think, you know, all the, the cards are in play, you know, um, it's it's definitely a possibility, I guess. You know, um, we'll uh, we'll have to see if uh, if it happens. Um, yeah. So uh, so there's that. So that leaves us all with our last round of predictions. But first, before we get into that, oh, yeah, go ahead. I only did one. Oh yeah, you yeah. had you had Animal Crossing. Right? Okay, yeah. Sorry. Well, what's your yeah. second prediction? Listeners, I want you all to hear. I want you to hear, like, Hassan is just like black sheep to me because I chose that <laughs> as my first Well, everybody was predicting the same thing, so I was like, okay, I thought, like, Barry also predicted something else and somebody else predicted I'm getting it all mixed up. It's I, too I, much. I, I did something. All the rest of mine, I think, are different, I hope. Okay. But continuing with the theme of banking on their franchises, I think we're going to see GameCube remakes using the Wind Waker HG engine because that was designed to remake GameCube games. And they are going to announce Super Mario Sunshine, F-Zero GX, and Eternal Darkness, all three getting remakes. But they're going to top that off by announcing that Eternal Darkness 2 is in early stages and will be either a, They're going to announce it as a Wii U title, but it could turn out to be an NX title or an NX and Wii U title since they just did re-register that domain name. Okay. I definitely I definitely see uh, some of that happening. I don't know if all of that will happen specifically, 
but uh, but it's all possible. I mean, I think Super Mario Sunshine, especially after like Splatoon and everything, and just you know just that concept of you know spraying water and ink and all that stuff, I guess. But um, I, I definitely could see that happening, uh, and and I hope it does because Super Mario Sunshine I never did play. So if they release it on Wii U, then I can finally play it. So <laughs> Barry's like, who <laughs> are you anymore? Barry so happy. <laughs> You have a new homework assignment. It's on. First, you start. All right, over I have me. Bravely Default. I have uh, Bravely Second, Xenoblade Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles X, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, Fire Emblem, every hey. Fire Emblem. You're out of school now. You got more time. Uh, that's great. I, yeah, I actually, I actually, had, uh, one of my predictions was that they were going to release GameCube games on Virtual Console for Wii U, and I took it off because after a while I was like, you know what, maybe they're not, maybe they, they might do remakes a- instead of just doing the Virtual Console because you know, they did see some success with, um, with Wind Waker already. Um, I think it'd be cool um, to have to have those. I don't know if, you know if all of them I would rush out to do. I, I would like to see them add new components to it, especially you know if it was an F- F-Zero game, I, I want to see online um, play. In addition to you know just putting it in HD, I want to see some new components with it. But I wouldn't be opposed to you know those great um, GameCube games that do deserve uh, some some recognition because you know we was kind of like the GameCube, but both neither of them really sold that well, and so um, it would be kind of cool to to see them you know do something well, when like that. HD, they say that the engine to make the game was designed to port and, and redo GameCube games, but they've only used it for the one game. So they've got to be doing something. It's been, what, two years since Wind Waker came out? Yeah, definitely. That's true. So I'm, I'm excited, though, to, you know, see what other uh, GameCube games they uh, they potentially release. That'll be, that'll be interesting. <clears throat> um, I want to take a moment to jump in the chat and see what some other people are predicting before we get to our final predictions here. Uh, so... Uh, Ross is saying he expected a Hyrule Warrior sequel for E3, but not a 3DS port of the, the first game. Uh, he wants to see a new Mario RPG, uh, or maybe have a Mario Sports RPG. Um, he says a Wii U Animal Crossing is expected, and it's time we see some new Star Fox as well. Uh, he, he really hopes that Mother 3 uh, prediction happens as well, and uh, a new Eternal Darkness would be great, he says. Um in uh jumping over to the uh the YouTube chat Chargers fan for life shout out to to him for for uh joining as well um and he says he would buy all of those HD remixes he loved all those games um and uh Mike uh, says he'd buy an HD collection of uh, Luigi's Mansion so that would uh that would be interesting in fact actually now that now that you say that you know, there was talk about people saying, like, you know, what if they made a new Luigi's Mansion game or something like that? But, I mean, they could always do an HD uh, uh, remake of uh, Luigi's Mansion as well. So that is another um, possibility. So Even if they put, like, both the games together. Um, like yeah. Like the, 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 you know, that one and the 3DS game together and made it in a package deal with an HD, you know, remake of both of them together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that Goodbye. could definitely be interesting. Yeah. That'd be cool. I want to talk about the uh the Eternal Darkness thing just for a bit because I am a huge fan of Eternal Darkness. Um but here's the deal, like the the development team or the 
skeleton crew or whatever is left of, of the original development team has failed in putting together something, you know, the the spiritual sequel and all this stuff, um, a couple times. And so yeah, Nintendo was only the the publisher before, right? So like, would you think they would renew this this trademark and actually, you know? developed in themselves or would they grab that team and say you know what i know your kickstarter failed but we're going to you know pay for it we're going to make it happen um how do you guys see this actually coming together because while i would love it to happen um fantastic game like i don't know how it actually would happen so what do you guys Uh, think if it is yeah well i mean dennis dyak seemed to have there's, there's a lot of problems with the studio and while a lot of us would love Shadows of the Eternal, which is what it's called, to come out because we're you know, Eternal Darkness fans, I think the problem lies in him. I mean, the studio <clears throat> left Nintendo after doing Eternal Darkness and uh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, did Too Human on the Xbox, which, or 360, I'm sorry, which, which was abysmal, and then did X-Men Dimensions, which was abysmal, and then, uh, you know, they, they just went downhill. I think Nintendo will want the rights would either use an in-house team and say play you know play the first game let's take some elements let's add new elements uh, and maybe put it out there to the original team hey does anybody want to come over and join that team um, they've got a lot of talent at Nintendo and if any development company can pull it off it's Nintendo uh, especially with how passionate the fans are for that game and it's so so many people who have never played that. So I think with the the energy of like an HD remake, uh, especially you know with you know I'm not a huge horror fan, but that game was just amazing. And now with like Resident Evil going way off off the track, and uh, Silent Hills, that whole drama with that game canceling, I think now would be like, hey, look, can't depend on Capcom, you can't depend on Konami. Guess who you can depend on? Nintendo is here to save the day. That's true. What if they gave it to Retro? They could have been giving it to Retro this whole time. We don't know what they've been working on. They can pull it off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to end up being developed by a different team. Um, But, but yeah, like I said before, I hope it it happens. I just don't know how exactly it would happen because since Nintendo was kind of just the publisher before. Um, But it'd be cool if they they really stepped it up and said, hey, this is going to be a good, uh, you know, a big seller. Um, I would love to even see it, you know, if if they did bring a new version out to like do some sort of like co-op online thing, kind of like Project Project Treasure, uh, you know, do some of that sort of thing online and be kind of really cool. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, and I guess with Retro, we know that I mean they were kind of teasing it too on Twitter, like they kind of tweeted out the link to uh, Nintendo V3 stuff. So. You know, it seems like they're going to be there. It seems like we're finally going to find out, you know, what they've been working on. So, who knows? <laughs> that is definitely uh, something to uh, to look forward to. Um, so, I guess let's kind of get to our, our final predictions then uh, for for E3. Um, I'll just kind of jump right in because mine was kind of similar to what uh, what Greg said. So, I've had similar predictions to uh, to Greg and Barry. Um, so I, you know, think that they're going to be announcing, um, another Smash Brothers DLC character at that presentation. Um, although I actually think it's going to be from that leak. I think it's going to be, uh, Ryu from Street Fighter, uh, at least, you know, they, they may also throw in Roy or somebody else as well, but I think that somebody like Ryu, uh, cause I, I think that leak personally, I believe that it's, it's legit. 
and that kind of a thing with the third party character, I feel like they would reveal at an event like E3. So yep. um, I think that uh, they could do that. And, and it's, you know, right before like the Nintendo world championships, which is like a big tournament thing. And so I think that uh, since Ryu is kind of with street fighters, it's you know, all about like big tournaments and stuff. I think that the whole uh, tournament mode is going to be released alongside uh, Ryu as well. Um, and we'll kind of tie that all together. Mm-hmm way um so yeah we shall see that's my uh that's my prediction for the the smash bros presentation yeah there's one thing that about that review thing that kind of bothers me or i should say two uh i do think he fits uh but the two things that bother me one is that capcom has a representative already with mega man and the second thing is sony just in the last year that they're working with capcom to develop street fighter 5 as exclusive to Sony's platforms, and uh, it's kind of weird. Like, here's right you on Nintendo, but then there's that. Uh, but Capcom does like the stiff Nintendo with the Mega Man Legacy Collection not coming to Wii U, even though we had Mega Man and Smash Brothers and gave them love. You got so like tradition. <laughs> yeah, fuck Nintendo. That's your tradition. Thanks for the the up Nintendo. Now we're gonna screw you over. What you wanted Resident Evil Revelations too? Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, who knows? We'll see. We'll see if uh, if it happens or not. But, uh, but yeah, so that's mine. So, uh, Steve, what is your final uh, E3 prediction? So, I think this is kind of a this is kind of a hopeful um, prediction. But I think Nintendo is finally going to see the writing on the wall and the writing in their face and the writing online and us talking and everybody else and they're going to they have probably already they can actually announce that they've struck some sort of big third party deal um, with a big third party uh, game like I don't know if it's necessarily exclusive I think It'd be really cool if it was exclusive, but some sort of a big third party. I don't know if it's with you know with who it's even with, but my prediction I think some something big that they're going to say, hey, look, we do have third party games. This is a top tier third party game that's coming to Wii U this year, or or maybe you know maybe early next year if they if they have to. I, I hope they won't. They wouldn't push it off till you know late next year, but at least by early 2016, there's some sort of amazing like oh my gosh I never even saw that coming. Um, maybe it's a brand new IP, or maybe it's you know a a, a, tra- a franchise that's moving over to a Nintendo console that hasn't been there for a while or something like that. But I think they're gonna they've they've struck some sort of big third party deal with uh for the Wii U. Gotcha. Well, I think they've kind of hinted at they they've hinted at like potential partnerships and certain things like that. So it's you know definitely could happen. I, I right. I mean, there's there's some companies that that seem more natural than others. Um, you know, definitely um, Bandai Namco has been working alongside them for a while. Um, you know, with with Smash Brothers and um, and things like that. So you know, there's some companies that yeah that do make more sense than others, but it doesn't necessarily have to be one of those, um, but yeah, they've they've had these little partnerships here and there. But I think it's time for them to strike a big one. It's ironic. I'm going to say this again because I just ragged on them, but I really hope it's not like the Capcom Five from the GameCube era. 
<laughs> I think it'd be really cool if they got picked up Rockstar Games and got Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see all the I'd love that, to see all the fanboys cry when yeah. it's only on Wii U. <laughs> I was gonna say that would break the internet right there. <laughs> GTA Wii U exclusive, boom! Internet gone, <laughs> broken, done. <laughs> Nintendo wins everything. Not that like you know I I think that GTA on Wii U would be like the best thing ever. It would be cool, but like I think just just reaction wise, I think that would be uh, pretty crazy. Um, okay, so so we'll see uh, we'll see what comes of that. So, uh, what about you, Greg? What's your uh, final E3 prediction? Well, I had a uh, feeling what a retro might be working on, and my thought was actually jumping into bringing back Metroid. I think it's time that we get a new entry into the series, and I think retro has been reunited with the Prime crew and. Maybe it's Prime Four, but maybe, or it could be another like different title. Maybe even that, even in that series, like in the Prime series, um, I think they would return to that successful franchise after all the backlash of other M. Um, so I would think that something along the lines of whether it's like a first-person kind of like adventure game like the Prime series, or maybe even a return to the roots like Super Metroid, it would leave it open to the side-scroller adventure. 2D. Okay. Other M2? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the meltdowns if it was other M2? I'm one of the few people uh, that like probably actually you know enjoyed the game. Uh, but... I also enjoyed it, but I, as I <laughs> said before, I'm not we a huge both... Metroid fan. So... Right. I think <laughs> so both of us are like... not big on Metroid, but <laughs> so that's probably but why that was we a pretty good it. game. <laughs> um. This uh, prediction is one that, like, this is, like, if I had a fourth prediction, it would be this, because, like, I was debating if I should predict this or not. I think I think Retro might be coming back to, to Metroid. And actually, you know, I was thinking about uh, what if they made, like, a, a Hunters, like a Metroid Prime Hunters kind of a thing for Wii U. So something with, like, online play and, like, you know, I don't know. I think that could be... Uh, yeah, with, like, the motion controls from Splatoon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if after your after they see the the success that Splatoon has with online play, I think I mean they better be paying attention to that and saying you know people want to do this more and more. So you know if it is a, a Prime Hunters game um, or you know something else like that, I, I I hope that they don't ignore the fact that people are really enjoying um, the Splatoon online multiplayer and and give us more games you know that that do similar things like that. I mean, I didn't really play Hunters Online a lot, but I did play that Metroid Prime 2 Echoes, like, local multiplayer a lot, and I had a kick blast out of that. So if they, like, had a mode like that and it was online, I think that would be great. But obviously we still need an expansive campaign because that's always one of the best part about the Metroid games. I love exploring that to death. Right. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I hope we see uh, we see that happen for sure. All right, Barry, what is your final E three prediction? All right, mine mine actually has to paint a picture. Like like I figured out how they're going to announce this and everything. Like this is this is my prediction. Okay. Let's <laughs> but but concluding with this nostalgia trip on this E three digital event. 
they would reveal that they are going to step into the ring and com- with the Oculus Rift and Project Morpheus with their own VR headsets. They're going to announce it for the Wii U, but it will most likely go to the NX. So what's going to happen is you'll see Reggie appear, and everything just suddenly dark. And suddenly, like, all these red lights start appearing around him. What's his face? The Virtual Boy. They are I knew it. He, he's, he's talking about the Virtual Boy, too, everybody. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about it. will be a red visor, and you can read right across it. It says VRtual Boy. And the camera will then shift to Reggie's perspective, and you'll see a 3D Mario title in virtual reality, but it's all going to be red and black. Mario is just going to look at us and just going to kind of go like, uh-uh, and jump up and hit a question mark block, and suddenly it's full color, and you're going to see like a 3D bomb-bomb battlefield in HD, and Mario is going to run up and just get to the top, but instead of King Bomb being there, it's going to be a Wada, and he's just going to say, please look forward to it with the title cards of VR, uh, VR Tool Boy and Coming Soon just appearing. That's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I really I hope think... that, you're, that you're correct because I want to see that happen. I, I <laughs> if, really if Nintendo, yeah, if they were ever to do virtual reality, I think that should be the way they announce it. However, I don't think they're going to do virtual reality. But if they were ever to do it, that would be... <laughs> Great. That's what's going to happen. Watch it happen. <laughs> I would think that's more probably the NX or something announcement, but we'll see. We shall see. I really do think that the Nintendo's in an interesting position here with with their next consoles and everything because, like, the 3DS is getting, like, fairly, you know, close to the end of its product cycle probably, and, and they've already announced this this NX thing, even though it's going to be like the third tier, like at the same time, like will it eventually take over one of them or take over both? And and yeah, like what's it going to look like? And then you have all these other companies looking at the, the virtual reality stuff and the augmented reality things and like how is it all going to come together and where is Nintendo going to come in this? And then you have their quality of life stuff. It's just a really interesting place for them to be right now. And so I, I, I'm interested to see where they go next. I, I I think it'd be cool if they did step back into virtual reality. I think because we're in a completely different world than what we were in when they when they tried it before with the Virtual Boy. Um, I think they could do a lot better job. Uh, they they could do a lot better job. Will they? I don't know. Um, but they could, you know, potentially do a better job. And so, but I think it's interesting in which direction will they go because there's so many different avenues. The the world of video games is so much wider now than than when it when they originally tried a lot of this stuff. And so, yeah, I think, could they could they come up with some sort of system that combines them all? That'd be probably, I think, the ideal situation. But is that possible? Um, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, I guess it's something uh, interesting to see if they, uh, if they end up doing that or not. I guess with NX, you know, we'll have to, of course, wait until uh, another point to, to, to hear more about that. But... Um, but it, it's definitely interesting to see where, where they're going to go from here. Uh, I think this is going to be like the last big sort of E3 for the consoles that we have with Wii U and 3DS because then going forward, it's going to be kind of the starting the cycle again about like new system coming up, you know, hype that up, that sort of thing. So I think this E3 is going to be like all about the games, the software, like what's coming out and stuff. But looking ahead, it, it'll be very interesting to see 
where things go from here for sure. So, um, yeah, so I think that kind of wraps things up. Any, any other last minute thoughts about E3 that you guys want to mention or, um... I have a Okay, go for it. It's not, it's not as crazy as the others. Uh, it's actually a lot more safe, which is why it became my number four. And I, and someone sort of mentioned it, but not in the way I did. Uh, but I feel that in the Nintendo World Championships, so in the 15, they stated that they're going to be playing 10 games. And we know that Zelda 1 is one of them, and we know that Splatoon is another one of them. So I predict what they're going to do is they're going to play nine games, and the 10th game is just going to have, like, question marks. And the way they're going to reveal the 10th game is they're going to have Fred Savage come on stage, just like the wizard, and announce a new Mario 3D platformer. And that's going to be the 10th the game that they have to play. And at the same time, announcing the new Mario platformer. Barry, they should, they should just hire you to be their, like, <laughs> marketing person or whatever they, that you call that. You're their event coordinator. I totally... <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Official title, <laughs> Nintendo Dreamer. Everyone would be like, this 10th game, and everyone would see Fred Savage come on stage. Everyone would know where it was going, and it would just erupt and scream. You know, like, he would just be all there. And he has to be wearing the power glove, like, because it's so bad. <laughs> him and him and Lucas both go on the stage at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, not that Lucas. Lucas. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we we announced it later. It's two more days before we announce Mother 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. That's great. Well, with that, you know, E3 is coming up very soon. This Sunday, things get you know, kicked off with the Smash Brothers little presentation and the Nintendo World Championships and then the digital events the following Tuesday. So lots to look forward to. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's our E3 predictions. That's what, you know, we think coming up and, and who knows what else will, will happen. Uh, so we actually, one one? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, go for it. Um. Well, it was really thinking with, with, with the release of Hyrule Warriors going to 3DS. I was almost thinking that with the merging of the council, with the, the council division, like the also merging, I was almost thinking like a Kid Icarus HD could be definitely in the cards where they can put one game from the 3DS onto the Wii U and one game from the Wii U on the 3DS. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then that, that would be the one awesome. I would pick is the ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's be... definitely a possibility. Um, and it may actually. Oh, go ahead. I don't like the controls much in Kinder Chris Uprising, so I would love to have it with the dual analog stick. I think that would be a great, great choice to bring to the Wii U. Yeah, I, I agree, definitely. Um, and it actually makes me wonder if the, because uh, the whole new account system thing, I think it's supposed to be coming like this fall or something, so maybe at E3 they might actually talk about that, or I don't know if they'll save that for later or something, but um, that, that actually, yeah, didn't even realize that. But, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Um, so speaking of E3, I did want to say, I think what we're going to do is uh, traditionally with the podcast, we usually have a, a sort of a special E3 episode very soon after E3. So uh, what we are thinking of doing uh, is to have an episode on that evening of the digital event, so this Tuesday the 16th. We will confirm that, though, on uh, social media and everything. I just want to, you know, we'll kind of look at all our schedules and, and confirm that. But if not then, then then that week sometime or, like, very soon after, 
we're going to have an episode next week to kind of talk about uh, uh, E3. Um, so that way we can just get it out right away. And, you know, we're all going to be very excited about uh, whatever Nintendo announces. So we definitely want to, to share our thoughts with all of you during that time as well. So look forward to that. And, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, thank you all uh, so much for, for uh, joining us, to those that, that joined us on, on TalkShoe and or the Google Hangouts. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Enjoy. I'll just say, uh, just yes. do expect, uh, I mean, as usual, expect a lot of stuff from us on the website uh, during that entire week on social media and everything. We're going to be trying to be live tweeting the events. Um, Alex is going to be there um, at E3 to cover the event for us to get some hands-on experience, maybe some interviews and stuff. Um, so definitely, I mean, you can, you can, you know, tune into the podcast and everything, but um, don't just come to the podcast, really. Go, go to NintendoFuse.com, go to our, our social media on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, make sure you like and follow us and everything, because we're going to be sending out a ton of E3 stuff next week. Um, but if you kind of want the summary, come to the podcast, but um, definitely tune in to the, to the website for a lot, a lot more of the stuff um, that's going to be announced next week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not going to be able to even cover everything on the podcast. There's going to be so much. So, yeah. Go ahead, Barry. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be a very busy week. So, yeah, definitely check and check into NintendoFuse.com and, uh, and stay with social media. And comment back to us. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and if there's anything specific you guys want to like know, you know, more about while while E3 is going on, like if you hear something about a game and you're like, hey, you know, <clears throat> do you know like what else is going on about this game? You know, maybe we can uh, ask Alex to you know, find out something at E3 or just just give us give us your feedback. Let us know what you want to see as well. Um, so uh, yeah, NintendoFuse.com, we're here for you. Uh, all right, guys, thank you so much for uh, for uh, for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Lucky Land Casino Asking people What's the weirdest place You've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess Aha In my dentist's office More than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car Before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me What's the weirdest place You've gotten lucky I never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.